0: My heart skips skipping the beach and i'm close enough so that space between you and me let's lose it the no. way you're dancing sway into the music girl that body and how you move it every time you cross my mind girl i lose
1: it Alexa play the country heat playlist okay i don't think you know what you doing to me you got my- with amazon music a voice is all you need Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.
0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: On tonight's episode of Confession Session.
0: Evelyn Braxton says Vincent Herbert will kill her daughter Tamara Braxton. Beyonce pays comics to Little Kim on Halloween. And Tamika Mallory talks ignorant pilot from American Airlines into tea still. What's good,
1: you guys? It's your host, Angel Bondrina. And I'm your host, Jello Thelmo. And you are listening to the one and the only Confession
0: <laughs> yes, good job. Your wind seems to become more lengthier. I'm just, you've been practicing.
1: You've been practicing. You are, a Bad but Come on. All right. In my head, I feel like I'm like having a competition with myself. I'm just like, let's see if we can keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> gonna lose breath and pass out on this bitch one of these days. I need to stop this shit because I'm out of to shape too now. Huh? Yeah. Oh, my
0: God. You <laughs> are so funny. You are so funny. So how's everything been going with you? How's your weekend been? Did you do anything fun Friday night? Uh, what yeah. have you been doing? I mean, I know you've been working like a crazy man, getting those dollars.
1: Always, honey, always. But so first I'm going to say happy birthday to hey. you. That's me. Tell happy me. birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, Angel. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Angel Vandrina. Thank you. Uh,
0: Thank you. You
1: done texted me
0: at like 12 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) You said what? I said, you text me at like 12 o'clock in the morning. Well, honey,
1: I got to yes. make sure I'm first, I got to make sure I'm first, yes. okay? So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was like 12.06,
0: and me and my husband, we were watching this movie, and I was like, are you going to uh, – I asked someone "Was we going to do something because I was, I was getting tired. Oh, yeah, and we was washing the sheet, and I like to use certain pillowcases. Like, I have still pillowcases that I like to sleep on. So I was like, are you going to get the pillowcases at the dryer because I only have two of them? And I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. And so he's like, um, yeah. So he went down to go get the pillowcases. And while well, I was like, well, it's 12:06. He was like, well, if it's 12:06. Then happy birthday. And I was just like, ah. And then right after that, like, you text me like, happy birthday. Woo, 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 woo. I was like, look at him. <laughs> yes. But uh, thank you, Aww. thank you. Of course. Have a then though.
1: My weekend has been the same, girl. Working, being ugly, working, being ugly, and homework. I was up all night yesterday. I was up like 3 o'clock in the morning doing homework. Still not finished. Um, after the show tonight, I got to rush to finish it because it's due tonight. I got to stop being a last-minute Betty. Like you've been saying, you were saying when I first started that I was going to be last-minute. I'm doing the shit already. Second week
0: yeah.
1: of class. No, third week of class. And I'm just like doing this shit last-minute. Thank God it's like super easy, but it's just a lot of shit to do like all at once. So I'm just like trying to rush through it just so I can submit it or whatever. But um, yeah. Um, other than that, nothing has been going on. Deciding, you know, because the holidays are coming up. Um, if you know, well, I know like one of my homegirls is doing like a Thanksgiving, but like my close friends. I was thinking that we should maybe do like a friendsgiving as well. I was texting like uh, one of my best friends earlier today um, to see if she wanted to because I think it would be really dope. You know, I I don't know if you've ever done like a friendsgiving a part of like a friendsgiving have you? Mm
0: -mm.
1: So basically, you know, like Thanksgiving, you always with your family, you always like super busy. You know, you try to kick it with your friends and you try to invite your friends, but more than likely, y'all not gonna link up. But Friendsgiving is like when your close friends come together. It's kind of like a potluck, but it's basically like y'all celebrate the holiday because, you know, you're not going to see each other on Thanksgiving, you know. So it's just a little cute idea. And I heard a couple people doing it last year. So, you know, I just thought, you know, I want to do one this year. Or not do one, but I go to one because I'm kind of forcing my best friend to, like, throw it and then I just bring a dish. (laughs) So, (laughs) but, yeah.
0: What's no. going on with you, birthday girl? Uh well yes guys. It's okay show today. An angel was born. <laughs> um, I had I had a nice birthday. <laughs> a nice birthday yesterday. Um my sister, mom, and my dad, they all surprised me. They took me out, went to bow and had this really nice large um Long Long Island tea. it was like real sadness. It was so fun, though. Like, it was eight of us, and it was the boys against the girls. And Gio was one of the boys. Like, why on, like, one round, like, Gio, like, he had, like, 74 or 80-something. And everybody, everybody, all seven of us, including the grown-ups, 50s and 60s. It was crazy. Like, why is my fun beating everybody?
1: And the boys, they
0: ended up winning both rounds. It was so fun, though. I had such a good time. I just went out and just had a good time. And it was a nice place, too. When we got there, it was like three. It wasn't too many people there. Or we weren't crowded and stuff like that. So that was good. Um, yeah, I went went out again today. Um, that was nice and fun. And got a lot of stuff from my mom and dad and my sister and uh, her boyfriend my husband. You know, he just tried to spoil me. So it was really nice overall, just excited and happy and blessed. And my son, he, you know, been singing to me all day, including in the mall, doing the most, and everybody's clapping for <laughs> him and stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, Giovanni. Like, the lady was so, like, like she was just so, like, happy and excited, as Giovanni was singing to me. She, went, like, she was trying to give up coupons and stuff. I'm like, ma'am, move around, please. Like, <laughs> right. Honey, I like, don't
1: need a the coupons. <laughs> it was really nice, though. She didn't
0: mean it like in any like, <laughs> like she had to buy the books and everything, and like she's just like, "Well, did you guys? I'm not using it. You know that you want to use the coupon?" we he's just like, "No." And the lady's just like, "Well, in order for me to use the coupon, he got to buy a card, anyways." We're like, "Girl, we just trying to pay for this and leave." <laughs> Right. Like so but yeah, overall it's been really nice and I'm blessed and I'm happy. I'm twenty seven. Yay. World it's me. So yep, just count down the time, graduate and keeping it moving. <laughs> That's, it. That's <laughs> it. But but anywho, Jean, before we get started on our confessionals today, don't forget to tune in all weeks, Mondays or Sundays and Thursdays. Look at me, we need to do Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and so on and so forth. But no, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and rate us. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. And of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Jean hit them with that confession question
1: of the day. Confession question of the day. What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone up this house? Again, confession question. <laughs> What is the weirdest thing you have seen in someone else's house? And let's get into those hot topics. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. First topic, Senator Elizabeth Warren said Thursday that she believes the Democratic National Committee rigged the 2016 primary in favor of Hillary Clinton. This is a real problem. Warren told CNN's Jake Tapper After being asked her views On the claims of Donald Brazil But what we've got to do As Democrats now Is we've got to hold this party accountable The accusation from Warren Follows what former interim DNC chair Donald Brazil alluded to In a piece published by Political on Thursday Brazil claimed that Clinton Might have used the power she held in the DNC To undermine Senator Bernie Sanders' campaign Brazil stated Clinton was given control of the Democratic Party's finances strategy and all the money raised in exchange for handling the debt left over from Barack Obama's 2012 campaign. If the fight had been fair, one campaign would not have control of the party before the voters had decided which one they wanted to leave, Brazil wrote. However, Warren believes it's now time for newly elected DNC Chair Tom Perez to step up and bring together the fragmented party. And either he's going to succeed by bringing Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton's representatives into this process, and they're going to say it's fair, it works, we all believe it, or he's going to fail, and I very much hope he succeeds, Warren said, I hope for Democrats everywhere, I hope hope for Bernie and for all of Bernie's supporters that he succeeds. When asked if she believed the claim that the primary was rigged, Warren replied without hesitation, yes. And this is according to com, um, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so
0: in no way, shape, or form do I not believe that Donald Trump is not behind this. <laughs> I just feel like with all the heat being on him, he's trying to possibly do whatever he can to get some of that heat off of him. He's also, I feel like, salty at the point because all his people are going to jail, getting arrested, information, getting indicted. Like, you know, he's going through some shit right now. So, why is Warren coming up out the blue, talking about a rig that Hillary Clinton did, that if she did, do clearly didn't work because she didn't win the election. And, why does this matter now? Like, what are you guys going to do about it? You know, so that's why I'm a bit confused as to who's coming out with all this stuff and why is there all of a all of a sudden getting discovered, you know, almost a year later. That's crazy. But what are your thoughts on this, Jim?
1: I feel the exact same way. I, when I first read it, I was just like, okay, uh Like, they have been saying <laughs> before that, you know, she definitely had, you know, some kind of pull, and she kind of forced her way into winning the primary. Um, because most of the people yeah, that I yeah. personally, really, they were for Bernie and people that voted voted for Bernie. So I'm sure, you know, that says something. But I thought maybe overwhelmingly she had a demographic that was much larger than the people that I may know or fit the the, the demographic of people that I know that voted for her. But, um, yeah, I mean, it goes without saying that, you know, she used her power to get herself to closer to being in the White House. But like you said, I do think it, it – is coming off as a tactic to have yeah. what's going on. Because it's just like, I am so annoyed with them talking about <laughs> stuff that happened before, mm-hmm. you know, January twenty two two 2017. It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, I don't want to hear about y'all comparing shit to Obama anymore. Why? Like, I don't want to hear shoulda, woulda, coulda. Hillary Clinton is not president. We have to focus on what's going on and who we have in the White House at this moment. Like, mm-hmm. Donald Trump continues to be an embarrassment to our country and he's still in there, you know, and every day I'm checking to see okay, like because they have a website uh that it's called like Impeach Impeachometer and I'm like, okay, well how close is he getting to like getting impeached and um you know with everything that has happened recently um with Niger, you know, the whole thing and then also with um I forgot the person but saying that, you know, he tried to um align Trump and the president, Vladimir Putin of Russia, you know, like saying that he lied about it. So this is just, these are like huge things that basically are saying yeah. like currently the party that we have in our house is corrupt, you know? So it's of just course. like, what, I mean, what more will it take for people? Because they're still saying like not enough Democrats are stepping forward, you know, to of God, but it's just like, what well, I mean, what more needs to be said You know, I know it does take an incredibly long time, but, you know, I was banking on them saying that he will be done by December. It's like the beginning of November. So, you know, what's going on, you guys? Like, let's stop deflecting Hillary Clinton is not president, or will she ever be president? So it's just like, let's let it go. Like, let's move Uh the fuck on. You know, stop talking about what we already know and focus on the bigger picture. You know, how can we get rid of this man who is ruining our country? And that's it.
0: And that's it. And Petro meter, huh? I'm going to have to check yeah. that out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so sure. I will. Trust me. According to the TMZ, <laughs> Evelyn, Evelyn Braxton, who is the Braxton's mom, she worried out loud that her daughter's estranged husband, Vincent Herbert, is capable of killing Tamara. Tomorrow. tomorrow's mom did not hold back at last Friday, sending a loud and clear message to Vince Herbert to keep his hands off her child. Evelyn is genuinely. Fear, fearful that the impeding divorce between Tamar and Vince could get daily, and desperately wants him to stay away from her. You know, all, we all remember about you know a couple of weeks ago on TMZ they broke the story that Tamar had filed for divorce from Vince after nearly nine years of marriage, but she still hopes to reconcile. Evelyn clearly doesn't think this is something that should happen. Jen, should they reconcile or should that divorce continue based off of things that we already know and what you just recently heard? Um,
1: No, I, I think it's a done deal. Um, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, it's too, it's too far gone. You know, when like the abuse becomes involved, and, you know, the manipulation or whatever, um, is past the point to where I don't even think that they're like in love anymore. I just think it's more so like they're trying to save faith. um, you know, and, and we've talked about it before him wanting to put an end to something that she loves very dearly, her career and him being like this controlling person, he needs to get the help that he needs mm-hmm. first. And don't get me wrong, Tamar, I'm sure it's a lot to deal with and she may have issues on her own. Um, but you can't be with a person like Tessa Herbert. Someone's controlling and misleading and you know and then putting hands on you on top of that, like no. And and I believe that. You know, it's a matter of time before he try to kill her ass, if he is not before. You know? So, um, I don't know what the situation is. I read um, earlier. I don't know if it was from the Shave Room or from Baller Alert, but they said that Tamar is not trying to reconcile. That they are going to get a divorce. So, you know, and from interviews is interesting because when she was on the Breakfast Club and she was talking about her marriage, and you know what she was saying, even though she was trying to you know save her marriage, when she spoke of him, it did not come from like a loving woman. It, it to me, it just seemed like much of a business deal, and it's not working out, so you know, if you got to move on, you got to move on. How do you Exactly, do?
0: exactly. Just like John said, besides, once you get in a bite in my hand and doing the most, I'm not about to be sitting up here defending you with big-ass bite marks on my hand and black eyes and busted up noses, like, it's just being dramatic, obviously, but still, seriously, like, no, absolutely not, because he's you know, clearly has anger issues and he needs some counseling. And it's just crazy. Like nobody like has time for that. And then, like Jen also mentioned, he wants her to stop something that she is passionate about—her career, the way she makes money, and she loves to do that too. Singing, like she did a good performance. You know, so why would you want to stop her from being great? That's that's crazy to me. So yeah, he needs to move around and don't even try and you know get custody. Like don't do that. Figure, y'all can figure that part out together, you know, as ex-husband and ex-wife, but all that other stuff, like trying to reconcile, uh-uh, baby, goodbye, that's just my opinion on it, so, yeah, and Evelyn may be right, you know what I'm saying, she says that Vincent could kill her daughter, like, you know, moms, sometimes they do be exaggerating, but I don't think she's going to sit up and tell the world that if she really didn't fear, fear that, so, It's deep. It's it's real deep and personal, but it happens to a lot of people. So.
1: I agree. Uh, Tamika Mallory, she was on the Breakfast Club. She talked the events um, that took place on American Airlines, which caused the NAACP to issue advisory when getting on that flight. Um, She said that she's a platinum card member, and um, her seat was changed prior to her getting on the the. prior to her getting on her actual flight. So she was asking, I don't know if she was asking why her seat was being changed or something about her seat. And she was saying the receptionist or the girl that, you know, when you get on flights, the girl that like takes the tickets to answer the question, mm-hmm. the fans mm-hmm. in the front, um, she said like, they kind of got into an argument, but it wasn't like loud, but it was clearly like they were rubbed by each other. Um, <clears throat> And she also mentioned that this was a black woman. And she said it led into like an even bigger issue. Um, and she ended up getting on the flight. When she got on the flight, she said the pilot came up to her and was like, we're not going to have any issues with you, you know, or whatever. And, and she was like, no. And, um, he was like, well, I'm going to need you for you to apologize to the receptionist, so like whoever took the orders." and, um, you know, she apologized, and then he was like, "Well, because I would hate to have to, you know, not I would hate." But he was like, "Because I don't want to put you off the flight or something." And she said he was like just being like very rude, disrespectful, condescending. Kind of um, but she still obliged, and I guess like her tone with with them going back and forth, because I'm sure it was like kind of kind of some slick shit, some shade or whatever. He ended up was like she needs to get off too, and um it turned into like a big situation. They got cops involved and they said, my son, who is like kind of her bodyguard, he's a rapper as well. Um, but he kicked off the flight as well. Um, and so that branched like a, a, bigger issue because she, you know, she's friends with Diddy and she had, what happened was she was leaving from the boat music conference. And, this is when it happened. So that's when it happened. So she reached out to him and, um, he wanted an explanation of what happened. A Harvard, um, law student had reached out to her and was spoke about like issues that she had with American airlines on her own that were similar. And, uh, it was kind of the flight crew was being like condescending and they didn't want to get something for her, which was super easy to get. Her stroller. Yeah. You know, her stroller. Right. And, um, And so with that happening, um, they ended up kicking her off as well, stay overnight um, in the airport.
0: With a four-month-old baby.
1: Yeah, with a four-month-old baby. Yeah, you're right. Um, And NAACP uh, stepped forward, and they said um, it was a target against, like, airlines in general, but they said American Airlines overwhelmingly had issues of discriminatory, and, and people have reached out to them specifically about American Airlines. Um, and so she said she spoke with the CEO, um, but she doesn't know if anything is yet to be resolved and not for us to specifically. She said she can't boycott, but just watch a So basically boycott without saying boycott. So mm-hmm. What did you say from the interview? Because it sound like you watched it as well.
0: Yeah, I watched the interview. I was, oh, I was upset. You know, I was just listening to how she said that she did things and she didn't, she, well, she said, yeah, he was condescending and he was, you know, like, putting his finger in her face, like, now we're not going to have any problems. You know, my like emotion partners was like, you know, yeah, woo-woo, but then it just kind of sucked because the female, she the one who got her, you know, her and my cell kicked off, you know, so, and the pilot, you know, he had, like, I guess, upper rank or whatever, so, and what, what the pilot says go, but if you're a racist pilot, you know that that makes no sense. And for so many people to start writing them and to express like, hey, this has happened to me too, then that that's when we start. We need to start having those people who you know pretend like they are you know doing pretend like they're a regular person, but they're actually you know going to start some stuff and see how things is handled. And they really like part of the company. Like yeah. We need to have some stuff like that go down because that's ridiculous. And the pilot shouldn't have final say so on, you know, who is and who isn't on the plane, unless they're like, you know, rude or being disruptive or, you know, stuff like that. But she, you know, listening to both stories, that's crazy, especially the one with the stroller. They didn't even go down there and ask her or ask, yeah. her, you know, the person for the stroller. So that makes no sense but I, right. I was disgusted, you know, and I see now why um, American Airlines is getting all the heat, so what did you think from it?
1: um I agree um i it kind of annoyed me too, because I do feel that way when you do fly um, a lot of times the the flights and you know the the pilots and people in general that have to do with air force they kind of have like this condescending approach, they do feel like that they can say whatever they can do whatever. You know, it's kind of like, like dealing with police officers, you know, because at the end of the day, if mm-hmm. they want to hold you or retain you, if they don't want you to go, get on the flight, they have that say so because of, you know, our, you know, terrorism incidents or what have you. And you are going to be in this enclosed space with somebody for hours on end. So I guess they, it started off on being, uh, you know, a safety approach, but now it's a, it's a power struggle um, a lot of times. And, they do. These pilots they have attitudes, these flight attendants, they walk around broke as fuck but think they better than every fucking body. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um it's annoying. And so I don't feel like because maybe she did, you know, maybe she did have an attitude, maybe she got to argument, but I'm sure she wasn't being loud and, you know, outrageous. It's just like just because somebody's going back and forth with you enough to piss you off does not mean that they don't deserve to be be on the flight. Now if somebody was being dis not I would say disrespectful but if somebody was being a point to where it would have been a threat with them being on the flight, then yeah, Because I have seen people on flights where so I was just like, okay, I'm not even comfortable with this motherfucker being on the flight with me. Like, being, like, really dramatic, you know, back and forth in the road. Anytime the turtle is, bitch screaming. Like, to me, shit like that is like a sign up. okay, yeah, no, she needs to be on a flight by herself because she's doing the most or take a train, but just because somebody disagrees with you, that's too far. And I am glad that NWSPP has stepped forward. I know some people feel like it is kind of annoying that they're stepped forward as far as when it comes to commerce situations, but we need to learn, and we need to know, and from them being, you know, such a, a big influence and knowing and have done the research and know the, you know, what it takes to get some sort of respect, so to speak, I think that it, it is very important for them to have said that we should boycott um, or not boycott, but that for them to have issues and advisory with American Airlines, which we all know to boycott. And these motherfuckers, these corporations, they need to know it's like, okay, yeah, you could be racist like they were saying, but at the end of the day, You better not show that shit to my face. You know, Mm -hmm. you better you better treat me just like you treat this motherfucker because we do have such a huge buying power. And I've heard that millions of times that we have a 1.1 trillion dollar buying power uh, per year. You know, so it does matter. We just talked about Papa John. They are gonna suffer now because niggas is not niggas everywhere is not fucking with Papa John's no more. Right? They're not. You know what I'm saying? So that it's not a reflect. It's, it's, it, it, I'm at the point where I feel personally, if people disagree with my views, then I'm not <laughs> going to support them. Like, I, yeah. I can't, I, you know, I, I'm I'm not a, a person that, you know, would get outside. And I respect I say people that can protest, but that's just not me. You know, I'm not about that. I'd rather be in the offices and, you know what I'm saying, making the money moves. But as far <laughs> as no. You know, I—I I mean, not—not not trying to sound like, because I don't want to come across that, you know, that I'm better. Because I do think that protesting is important, and being in people's faces is important. But that's just not personally how I move. I'd rather just not support your ass. I'd rather hit you where it hurts. I want you to yeah. fucking go bankrupt. You know, that's—that's that's <laughs> what's important to me. I want you to feel what it, what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? I—I I want. People to suffer. And that's the only way, especially with with these groups of people. Yeah, it's through their pockets. Yeah. So. American Airlines. And yeah, and, like they, that, and, and they and so. they could do they could do training, they could do whatever. And so I see a damn black CEO, you know what I'm saying? I'm not fucking with American Airlines. I'm keep riding Delta like hell. Like I'm not. Delta is nice. Delta is nice. I mean, they they often have some issues, but yeah. American Airlines has had the most. You know.
0: Yeah, that's true. So, guys, Beyonce was Little Kim for Halloween, but she didn't just have one costume in her closet. She had five. John, did you have opportunity to view those costumes? I
1: did.
0: Okay, he did. So, be shared the look on her Instagram Friday a few days ago post-Halloween, and it was pretty impressive. Um, there is 1997 Little Kim in a fluorescent fur. From her No Way Out tour and Little Kim's signature blue Chanel wig from her Manhattan File magazine cover, plus the costume B was featured in at the Halloween party where she was where she went as Little Kim from the Missy Elliott The Rain Super Duper video. Notably missing though was Little Kim's 1999 MTV Video Music Award red carpet, but looks very very real. Um, no word of a collab between the two yet. So, you know, maybe she was just having fun. But, um, Jen, are you familiar, like, what sparked all of this, what sparked the big party, or, you know, what are your opinions on Beyonce paying homage to Lil' Kim for Halloween? And what are your no's and your
1: thoughts? Specifically why she chose to look like Lil Kim, but Lil' Kim, but she definitely did look dope as fuck. Um yeah. Beyonce is a very calculated woman, so maybe it was showing solidarity with her. You know, it could have been any... Um, reason, you know, I guess giving art light to the female hip-hop community, you know, she may have had issues with Nicki Minaj, I'm just playing, I know it wasn't none of that. But, <laughs> I you know, but, I, but personally, I do, I'm sure Nicki Minaj probably felt the type of way when she seen Beyonce dressed up like that every day. Like, that will piss me off, like, as hell, like, hell, like, you know, if I'm acting like, you my my homegirl, and then I see you dressed up as somebody else that I fucking hate, you know, but, um, You know, I thought she looked good. You know, Beyonce always does it. You know, she does social media the best because it's like she's not sitting here talking and tweeting, but she'll pop up something on your ass and you just have to deal with it and embrace it and love it, you know. She's the queen when it comes to these fucking, you know, what is it, collages and, you know, she just does it the fucking best, you know. But I do think that, Beyonce has a surprise coming up for us. I don't know if it's a concert or, um, you know, a new album or what. <laughs> I was just going to read, like, a couple weeks ago they were saying you, everybody just needs to get their coins in order because when she does shit like this, it's a sign. And I believe that. it's Before the year is out, there's something big with Beyonce that's going to happen. What, what did you take from it?
0: I thought it was just real cool. Um, that she would even think to go as little Kim, you know Jay Z he paid homage to a Brooklyn rapper you guys know notorious B I G Biggie 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 and Beyonce she was little Kim. I that, that was too very cute that was very cute and this all came also when they had their Halloween costume. But they also did this at Do you remember Kelly Rowland's um, costume party Yes. Well, yeah, Beyonce and Jay Z, they pretty much dressed up, you know, just as they did this time. So they're a pretty cute little couple that like to, you know, do things that the same. I'm sure Beyonce be thinking of that. <laughs> and let's dress up like each other. <laughs> right. Right. But um but yeah, uh, also at that was at the party with Usher, Tyler Perry, Jermaine Dupri, people they came is Eddie Murphy. So it was just a lot going on. But I think that it was cool. You know, I like it was a fun event to have gone to, you know, if you're the rich crowd or whatever, the poor crowd, whatever crowd you also just would have been an
1: awesome thing to do.
0: But, yeah, that's all. That
1: was cool. They're cool. Yep. Mia Isabella, um, who is a trans porn star, I've never heard of her before this show, um, but she was on Lip Service. And, oh, when she was on Lip Service, i talked about my before. It's another podcast on my favorite podcast with Angela Yee, who's also uh, one of the people on The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's kind of like just she gets celebrities to talk about, you know, deep personal information about their sex life and stuff that they normally wouldn't share in interviews. And it's always entertaining, you know. And um, she gets a lot of ski out of these people. So anyways, Mia says that she um, had an ongoing relationship with Tiger for three years um and when it was exposed that you know she was dealing with him she left her off to dry um she said that she did forgive him because he kind of made it seem, and people kind of alluded to that she was a liar but with her being I was to the interview and with her being such close friends to Angela Yee I kind of believe that the girl did was messing with Tiger. um how she explained it and then Angela Yee um, was saying that she did not mention Mia's name purposely because she didn't want Mia looking bad. But when she had mentioned that she knew um, Mia personally, when she told Tiger in the interview, she knew him personally, like his whole demeanor had changed, you know? So it was like, as if, yeah, like she's not fucking lying. We know the truth, but, you know, if you want to sit here and bullshit and whatever, um, she also talked she also said that she was with I don't know if I said that but she said she was with him before Kylie Jenner you know and it kind of, when it came about it kind of made it like she was a home record but she wasn't you know she was dealing with this man like ongoing for like three years um, and also that she is currently dating um, a well known actor she didn't say who but um, she is I guess whatever and that Trans what we have been saying that a lot of times when men date trans women they are straight. Yeah. Mm. What do well, you think about that? Do you, do you think Mr. Tiger likes the you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, because I, this is I not the first time it. I've <laughs> so stupid this is not the first time I've heard of Tiger messing around with transgender. So yeah, I mean, you hear it once, you're like, mm, his lips is kind of pink. Like I can see him messing around with, you know, somebody of the other sex. But when you and I'm just being dramatic, but then when you keep hearing that he are the same sex, and when you keep hearing or you know whatever you want to call it, like I um, you know, whatever. So um, and you keep hearing the same story, you're just like, okay, like this is not new to me anymore because I keep hearing the same shit about Daga. so, but did you also say Colin Kaepernick
1: too? Oh yes. I'm sorry. I missed that whole, um, situation. But yeah, she talked about Colin Kaepernick, um, as well. She said that they do have like a friendship, but she has not physically messed with him ever. And that, um, people were trying to say that they were like sleeping around, but, um, she said that their friends, if they were, she'd be honest, but she said, no, they have never had, like, a sexual relationship, and she's mm-hmm. supporting everything that, you know, he is doing, mm-hmm. but what she said, she didn't say sexual. She said they never had a physical relationship, so I was like, what does that mean? So, so that, mean that, that means y'all that y'all did they never had sex. What do you mean? But I'm like, does that mean that y'all sex, or y'all flirted, or y'all talked about it, like, or y'all just never, she was like, we have never had a physical relationship, Saying, like we never had like a sexual relationship or you know I don't know and mm. when she said physical I kind of looked at it like hmm you know but um, maybe, maybe. Hmm. yeah we don't yeah. know but she did say that people because they are friends that people do try to um, yeah. link but, them together to kind of ruin his reputation because of who he is you know but mm-hmm. she was like yeah they've never had a physical relationship
0: uh, well, that's good. I'm glad that he didn't, because otherwise she would have probably spilled the tea. And she seems very messy. I don't like messy bitches. So, <laughs> um,
1: but when, when I, when I took, when I listened to the interview, it didn't come across as messy. She was just, they asked her, and she was just like speaking her truth. She didn't come out and was like, yeah, you know, I date oh, okay. and so just like, okay, you, she was you know, is it are you dating someone in the industry? She was like, Yeah, he's a well little no, no, actor, you know, blah blah blah. Like that's how I took it. And when she talked about Tiger, she was just like, I kinda figured y'all were gonna bring this up and she was okay. like, I just wanna say this. You know, it was never like, Okay, yeah, you know, when I was fucking tiger back in the day, you could say whatever, but you know, we know the truth. You know, it was wow. never none of that. Yeah. Name, so like was this like when he had like a, a
0: penis or like when it was taken away, did Tiger know? Like I'm now I'm kinda curious about the story.
1: No, she she has a penis. She has a penis. Oh, She's a porn star. oh yeah. and oh wait. Okay. Oh well, he you
0: knows the truth. But I don't think she would just sit up there and just be jacking it down. So no. Yeah. I I d did, I didn't think
1: it that she was lying at all. I did not I did not get that as her being messy and god at all. And you know, it's weird because I we've talked about this before. You know, I feel like, and she said that. She was like, gay men don't like transgender, so who who does? And that's some real shit. It's just like, I don't know a gay man that would sleep with a trans or that's attracted to a female, you know, transgender, you know, the, uh, with the female shape and the titties and everything, just with a dick. I don't, I don't know any. You know, I've seen the opposite where it's like, um, what is it? It's like a female that transitioned to a male and masculine and buff. And, you know, and I, I've uh-huh. seen some of them on, like, pornos, and I was like, okay, well, you know, physically they're kind of attractive, but I still kind of feel wrong because, you know, <laughs> it doesn't have all the equipment that I typically like, you know. So, but the, the other one, you know, I'm not checking for it at all, so. You know, yeah. somebody like yeah. them. Somebody like them because they're very popular. Honey. So,
0: you know, we can we can
1: keep sleeping up on the rug, but I feel like ten, fifteen years from now, people are gonna be honest. Like, yeah, you know, I like transgender. I mean, I fuck with the trans. You know, yeah. but
0: um, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, like I- you like I don't know, honey. Yeah, I'm not
0: sure, but you never know. I mean, it back you know, back in what fifteen, twenty, thirty years ago, being gay, being a lesbian, wasn't as accepted as it is now. I mean, people they still have and be weird, but it's it's people a lot of people don't care because it's so common now. So you may be right. Twenty years from now, yeah. we would be in our you know sixties. I'm just kidding. We'll be in our forties, <laughs> and we just be looking around like, man, these kids they just just don't care no more, like looking ugly as hell. (laughs) (laughs) So So, speaking of Colin Kaepernick, as a result of the collision grievance that Colin Kaepernick has filed against the NFL, notable owners, including, but not limited to Jerry Jones for the Cowboys, Bob McNair, the Texans, Robert Kraft, the Patriots will be reportedly deposed and will receive a request to hand over their relevant cell phones, phone records, uh, emails, and all of this according to um, Adam Schechter. It is not clear if it's the league or the courts that's asking for these records. Additional owners and league officials will be deposed, including the 49ers, Jay York, and the Seahawks, Paul Allen, as reported by ABC News. These owners were chosen based upon public statements they made about either Kaepernick or the national anthem anthem sideline protests in general. Woo woo Jean, what's your thoughts on this? Um, oh
1: thank God. Thank God. <laughs> they got, you know. Fucking <laughs> get all them out of there. Fucking all their lines. Because they did they What did do you think fire. is gonna happen, so what do you
0: think is gonna happen if this conspiracy it turns out to be true?
1: that they're going to have to – I don't know if they're going to maybe fire all of them, but it's going to definitely be some repercussions, you know, and it's going to further, further, you know, ruin the NFL's reputation. It's going to come to a point where maybe they are going to have to have some some rules, you know. I I think a lot of times when you have, like, these big situations, there is – I don't know how to explain it. It, It's kind of like – okay, if you run a red light, you know, and crash a car, you know, back in the day it probably wasn't like a felony, but now it's like running a red light in general is a big deal because you can't run a red light and crash a car. Does that make sense? Right,
0: right, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> I mean, I like no. yeah, so of course it makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> but it, it's just like, what I guess what I'm trying to say is you know, right now, you know, because um, this is, like, the first time that something like this has happened to where it seems like all the owners are clearly have come together and, like, conspired to keep this man out of the NFL, you know, so yeah. maybe it's just going to be more, like, rules put in place to where, you know, I don't know if they can talk closely with each other or, you know, they have to have unbiased approaches or or maybe it's a uh, it can't just be, like, an owner that picks these people. It has to be like mm-hmm. that uh effort of who was on whose team. Um and they should have some sort of repercussion, you know. Maybe have to pay like a large fine or maybe have to pay some of the you know, um pay some of the money for the lawsuit if he does win a lawsuit and I, I do think he will win. You know. Yeah. Possibility. Yeah. All right you guys. So we're gonna get ready and
0: go into that confession question of the day and that is now it's a little strange it's a little funny, but what is the weirdest thing that you've seen in someone else's house you know you're coming home or you're going to a friend house and they or you you're coming home they invite you over if you're going straight there you're just going straight there damn I'm not sure but so you go to your friend house and you walk in there and you see something that's just like ah what? John, what is that thing that you see that got you taking a step back?
1: Um, roaches. <laughs> I have been over, you know, people house saying, you know, I, I've seen, like, the roaches walk across the wall or something like that, and then you try to act like you don't see it, you know. But at the same time, you're like, should you kill it? And it's just really uncomfortable, and then you, like, sit up tight. And you're like, oh, my God. So these people have roaches, like... You know, you have to, and before when you, like, relax, and was just putting your drink down, you're like, wait, well, you hold my drink, to you know, shit. You know, but I've been in situations like those. Not a lot, but it's happened before, like, once or twice.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: But, yeah, what about you?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, we all know the road stories, you know, but I remember walking into this woman's house, and at the time I was, like, cleaning up houses and stuff like that, and yeah. the lady was the the woman called I me. Mean, I don't know. It was probably like nineteen twentieth time, probably about like twenty. And she was just like, "Well, before you go inside the house, I just want to let you know that it's a lot of work to do." And you know, she just kind of was like, "If it's too much for you, just give me a call." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I'm sure it won't be too much." I got in her house. It was maggots all over the sink. I said, oh, this is too much." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I caught that, that lady back so quick. I was like, uh, she has maggots all over the sink. Like, this is no, absolutely not. She's like, no, I understand. Like, why would you try and get... I'm not cleaning this up. Like, I am not right. the maid. Like, that is, My job is not to be her maid. It is to you know, <laughs> do other stuff, watch them not clean. So, you yeah, that right. was pretty bad. I don't, I, don't, I don't have time for any of that type of stuff. But yeah, that... I've seen roaches, too. I mean, I've had roaches, you know, so they weren't really that big. Oh, but I did see a roach one time. Well, more than a few times. Jim, do you remember when I was talking to you about that when I used to work at the Journal? And they used to have a big cockroaches like Florida roaches?
1: Um. Yes, I do remember that, yes.
0: Oh my goodness. So oh, yes. Working at the journal, they had the biggest roaches. I remember the janitor, he was telling me about how this roach on the um hallway or whatever like that. And uh, or in the bathroom in the girls' bathroom and he was about to get ready and kill it with a napkin and the roach flew right at him and just, you know, landed on him and he just he was telling me the story and his arm hairs was raising <laughs> and you can vividly wow. see them raising. He was freaking out. He was like and it flew right at me.
1: And I just
0: started crying up and he said it was a big one too. I was like, Oh man, if I would have fainted. He was like, oh, I almost did. That was the funniest story ever. So yes, anywho, <laughs> we're going to get ready and end the show this evening. But before we end the show, Jeanne, what are you confessing your love for?
1: Um, I am confessing my love for you, Miss Angel Vondrina. What? Yes, I just want to say because today is your birthday, you know, how much you mean to me and how you've always been there, and I'm so glad that we are on this journey together to continue this podcast and, you know, how consistent that you are, and I love that you are just so focused and determined and on me about Aww. everything, you know, even though sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I just want to go to sleep, let me fucking do this because so I want to get angel you know, but you—you you really are. you like my day one. You're like my bestest friend, my sister, and I am glad to yeah. have someone like you in my life, and
0: you know, oh, to continue doing you, this honey.
1: podcast together. <laughs> but yes, who are you confessing your love for this week, Miss Angelina? Okay, so I'm actually confessing my love for you, Jen. I
0: mean, you've been
1: fighting. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I do that Nick,
0: bro? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna go through the whole spiel and shit No, I'm actually confessing My love for the same person Jenna's confessing his love for Me, cause it's my birthday <laughs> <laughs> It's my birthday <laughs> Come on, we've yes. yeah. Go ahead and visit your birthday Get up
1: birthday Get up and vision your birthday yeah. Get up and your birthday yeah.
0: We don't want Jen to get over there and start Millie rocking.
1: So. Um, yeah, <laughs> tell, I definitely was. I was doing my little steps in the
0: chair. Uh, oh. Yeah, definitely a from Millie rocking. No.
1: Um But anyway,
0: <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. You all can expect to hear us next on Thursday, November 9th at the same time, six thirty central, seven thirty eastern. We want to hear from you. So, send on a at confession2up the number two, up at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. It's your host, Angel Vondrina. And I'm your host, Angel Hello, and you're listening to the one and the only confession session. Good night,
1: mate, And happy Good birthday, night, Angel Vandrina. Thank you. <laughs> birthday
0: <yeah>. shit. <laughs> Point out the colors of you. I see them too. And boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We wait till fly to partake in all this Hey, We are here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. I just want you to
1: come with me. Please. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.